Welcome to I Change the Narrative, a podcast for and about Black men inspiring, supporting, and empowering Black men and Black boys. This episode of I Change the Narrative is sponsored by So Organic, So Suave, also known as Sauce. Sauce is a luxury hair care and skin care refuge for those with thick hair and melanin-rich skin. From healthy beard growth to top of head hair styling to an illuminating skincare regimen, Sauce Essentials will naturally enhance your outer appearance to strengthen your inner confidence. Sauce invites you to accept the authenticity in real self-care and embrace your best. You can find Sauce's award-winning grooming essentials online at sossd.co. Again, that's sossd.co. You can also follow Sauce on Instagram for the latest in product news and updates at sossd.co. Elevate your grooming with Sauce today. For the month of November, we are doing it a little bit different as it is a sauce takeover. And what that means is that we have come together and co-produced the show. And not only that, sauce has chosen four pillars that are near and dear to their hearts and brands. So I say to the sauce team, thank you. Thank it is you. also <laughs> it is also no shave November. And since it's No Shave November, today's topic is grooming. And I would also like to um, let our listeners know that Sauce um, has come up with a, um, a social media, um, I guess I would call it a, a campaign for November um, about Black African Americans, how they have the highest mortality rate of any racial and ethnic group for all cancers combined and for most major cancers. Death rates for all major causes of death are higher for Black of African-Americans than for non-Hispanic whites, contributing in part to a lower life expectancy for both Black and African-American men and women. So Sauce pledges to donate a portion of the proceeds from every purchase transaction throughout the month of November to Positive Deposits Incorporated. Positive Deposits Incorporated is a not-for-profit built for cancer survivors and soon-to-be champions. So thank you for that, um, Sauce. Before thank you. Start, no problem. Before we start the conversation, I want our guests to briefly tell us about yourself and the work that you're involved in that lends itself to the topic or the lived experience. Anyone can take it. I mean, I'll kick it off. Um, top of the top, everybody. I got to make sure my hoodie is like, uh, right. All right, bet. Top of the top, everyone. My name is Vernon G. Yancey, um, founder and CVO, Chief Visionary Officer of So Organic, So Suave. We go by the acronym SAUCE. Um, that was an amazing intro, uh, Nika, and I really appreciate you for allowing us to share this platform um, throughout this month, right, to really continue to push forward and continue to multiply the impact that you are already having with the whole I Change the Narrative um, podcast and community. So I really thank you for inviting us to share this space with you. Um, 
what we do here at Sauce and what my overall underlying mission really is, is that, you know, I believe that Black men deserve to feel better. And we all believe that Black men deserve to feel better. So we create and curate essentials and experiences that are designed to help Black men feel great. Um, we starting right now with grooming focus um, throughout the throughout our natural beard care, hair care, skin care products. Um, but then we take that experience to the next level as we start to incorporate fashion, we start to incorporate um, literature, we start to incorporate relationship building um, and just the entire gambit to just figure out how we can curate this ecosystem, this lifestyle, this overarching experience designed for us to just continue to be the best and embrace our best. Um, so that's why, you know, we're here. Um, I thank you again for allowing us to share this platform. And I definitely, as I pass it to my brother, Rocky, I definitely want to thank him um, for sharing this platform, sharing this space with us today as well. Um, and I'd love for him to tell all the amazing things that he's doing as well. Yeah, well, thank you for both of you guys for thinking of me, inviting me onto this platform. Um, I think men's grooming is one of the most important things that's not being talked about right now. And, and not just in terms of like an outer perspective, but in just in terms of like mental health and how you feel about yourself. So I love that we have a space to have a conversation like this. Um, so hello, everybody. I'm Rocky Collins. I am the founder, chief executive officer of Cali Handsome, which is a skincare and men's beauty brand um, that's really taking up space and really creating spaces for guys to be unapologetically handsome. Um, and whatever that means to you, I think at its core, you know, when you look good, you feel good. And, and that's looking good to yourself. So whether that's having the best beard of your life or clean skin, or whether you have on a fly hoodie, like whatever that is, I think it's ultimately important for how you view yourself and how you wanna be reflected into the world. So everything that I'm about, everything that this brand is about is about really giving guys the tools to do that and to do that to the absolute max. Um, so we have skincare products. We also have a male cosmetics tool, um, which is something that I'm excited to be in the space. We don't really have a lot of conversation about male cosmetics and what that looks like in America. So to kind of be on the forefront and, you know, for anybody listening, I don't want guys to hear like, oh, male cosmetics and think of like makeup and makeup brushes and stuff like that. And it's really not, it's it's subtle things, whatever, whatever tools that can help you, uh, just look better to you. For instance, we have a beard pencil and it just helps you fill in patches on your beards, fill in thinning hairlines. So those are also tools that we can provide. So that way you can go outside. I personally, I lost my hair when I was 24 years old. And so to have the fullest, freshest beard ever was how I found my confidence. So that's how I even started getting into tools like this and to, to help guys have subtle flexes. So that way I went outside and sure I was 24 and all my friends still had a thick head of hair and I was bald at 24, but you know, it was fine because my beard was where I found my superpower. So uh, I'm really big on, on those things. And yeah, so I'm glad that we have space for it now and I'm glad that we continue to amplify it as, as Vernon says, so I'm excited. Thank you guys so much. I love that subtle flexes. I'm going to use that. Okay. <laughs> I will always credit you for that, but I love it. So no, yeah, take it and run with it. <laughs> awesome. So black culture has had a significant impact on grooming and beauty, but there are still a number of great black owned businesses that still don't get as much recognition 
as other legacy brands. So for this conversation, we're highlighting two gentlemen and their Black-owned brands that are creating and distributing some of the best grooming products for men and specifically men of color. These professionals not only fill voids for Black grooming essentials, but they are striving to make significant changes and trends in their industries. So let's get started with the conversation. What is grooming to you? What is grooming to you? I think grooming is proper, proper self-care, honestly. Um, and I think at the very tip of it, people just think of grooming as just like, oh, your haircut and your beard, but no, grooming is proper self-care. It, it's, you know, having, working out, taking care of your body. It's whether you like to go get manicures, taking care of your nails. It's, it's also like your hygiene and brushing your teeth and all of that. Grooming just really encompasses like all of those things that really make you feel good about yourself and, and reflect the best version of you, essentially, at its core. Got it. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I would just encapsulate the entire personal care space, the entire self-care space. Like grooming is really a specific intent that you place on elevating your being, nurturing your being, right? And your being is, you know, who you are on the inside, is who you are on the outside. Um, and I just think, you know, when we approach grooming, when I think of grooming, I'm thinking, uh, okay, what are the tools or what are the steps or the experiences necessary to help someone, to help me, let me start with myself, to help me nurture who I am and, and, and embrace and elevate and uplift who I am. I think that's what grooming really, you know, really, you know, consists of and really, you know, compartmentalizing and, and puts together and pulls together. Yeah, I'm glad you said experience too, because it really is an experience. Like grooming yeah. is not just like, oh, let me go in the bathroom and cut my hair. Like, let me go do this thing. Like it's it's an actual experience. Is you, you know, giving yourself that experience of, of proper grooming. And then you feel good when you walk past the mirror and you're like, damn, like that's me. Like right. you know, that's that extra swagger that you walk with, whether you're going into your job to kill a presentation or going to the interview, you just have that extra swag with you because your grooming is just on point and you feel good. Again, when you, you look good to you, you feel good. When you feel good, you just move different. <laughs> like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You move different. And I think one of the craziest and beautiful things about both of our businesses, right? Um, and even this podcast, I feel like this podcast is a form of grooming, right? Um, yes. Grooming is not, I feel like grooming used to be a, a set list. You had to be clean shaven to be well-groomed. You had to... Yeah wear these specific this specific attire to be well groomed you have to speak in this specific language and dialect to be well groomed or to be looked at as you know well presenting and now is i love what you're saying rocky how look good for you um now grooming has has you know matured and i like to use the word matured because i feel like it was in an immature state prior with yeah. some of those you know stereotypes attached to it it is mature to be you know you decide what your checklist is to make sure that you're you have the most joy, that you're the most proud and confident. So that checklist, um, somebody could still say, yo, I still feel like I need to be clean shaven. That is cool. For me, I need a big beard. Like it's, it's just, you know, it is it's just you now you get to I love how the industry is starting to yeah. not the industry. Let me not say the industry, how we as a people are starting to take more ownership of I'm gonna do what brings me joy, what makes me happy, and that's what I'm gonna lead with. I'm not listening to what everyone or I'm muting down and quieting not quieting the noise around me of everybody else trying to tell me what I how, how I should present 
So I really think that's grooming yeah. is definitely matured in the concept. You know, it's crazy. That's literally the inspiration behind like a lot of the, the products that we're working on and the innovating. And it's really exactly what you said, like not waiting for anybody's permission to tell me how my grooming should be. Mm. And like, I was so nervous to launch that beer pencil because I thought <laughs> like, oh my God, guys are going to be like, what in the makeup is this? Like, <laughs> what hey. is Rocky doing? <laughs> When I saw you, when I saw that launch, bro, at first I was just like, oh my God, how are you going to do that? You know I'm in the beer business. But then I thought, about it, I was like, he's a genius. I was like, that beer business is a genius. Because everybody crazy. can't, everyone, you can't, not everyone can do this. And everybody it has to be, can. And you know what I'm saying? And not everyone can do this. And it's the thing about just because you can't do this, you should not be deprived of confidence. You should not be deprived of joy. And so, that's, that's exactly what it yeah. and that's exactly what it comes down to. And I thought it would be so misunderstood. I thought I thought guys would be so shying away from it because it if it came across too feminine or whatever the case may be, but it's been the absolute opposite. Like that beer pencil has been the number one product since it launched in January of 2021. Mm -hmm. It's literally like 70% of my business. Like it's literally driving the ship right now. And the crazy thing about it too is I, I interact with, with customers a lot on Instagram. And so one time I had reached out to this guy who posted about the beer pencil, but he like doesn't buy skincare. His page doesn't look like he's like into that. And I DM'd him and I was like, hey, I just wanted to um, pick your brain. Like I noticed you, you bought the beer pencil a few times now. Um, but you, you you don't seem like you're like a skincare customer. And he like literally was like, bro, I'm not really into skincare and all that pretty stuff, but I never miss my barbershop appointment. So if you have something that's going to keep me fresh in between seeing my barber, then like I'm all for it. And that just was such an unlock for me because it's like, you know, it's important for guys to, to have like the fresh lineups, whether they use it on their hairlines or their beards and to be able to have that fresh we all know what that fresh cut friday feeling is like we know what that feeling is like and you just like dang i look great i feel invincible right now like i'm about to buy out the bar and <laughs> if you get that feeling whenever you want it like yo it i don't know it was just crazy so i'm glad that guys are more open to this unapologetic i'm gonna do what feels right to me and if i want the full flexed beer even though i can't grow the vernon beer like it is what it is i'm gonna i'm gonna do what i need to do use my subtle flexes because you know people ain't gonna be able to tell the difference anyway so right i love right. it i'm totally enjoying this i'm in awe right now i have so many questions so my one my well several questions um for rocky you mentioned um what do you guys think about how do you respond to our men of color, black men who say things like the skincare is, they're not into the pretty stuff. Let's address that. Yeah, for sure. Well, first, like, I mean, usually I would get into those conversations directly with people on Instagram. In that context, the conversation was more about the beard pencil. So I didn't like press him, but usually I'm like, Hey, yo, my man, like you have to, you got to take care of yourself. It's not even about the pretty stuff. It's literally just about like the health of your body, like the health of your skin. And I think a lot of people take youth for granted where they're like, oh, I'm in my twenties, my thirties, like it's okay, like whatever. But it's like, it's the same thing. Like if you don't brush your teeth now in a couple of years, your teeth are going to be yellow and orange and all that stuff. So it's like, sure. Well, my skin looks fine now. Okay, but is it healthy? Right. Is it clean? 
like just like you're washing your hands and just like you're taking a shower, like your skin is also one of those things that you have to actively protect the health of. Like you have to. And unfortunately, for a lot of people, because your skin is one of those things where, you know, you know, black people like we just age beautifully. You might not notice the damaging effects of your lack of attention to your skin until Mm -hmm. it's I don't want to say until it's too late, but you won't notice it until the damage has already been done. And then you're in a repair process instead of just being healthy from the rip. And a lot of cases after I have those conversations with guys and then they do get into skincare, usually after their first few weeks, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I haven't been doing this before. Like my skin just feels better. Like the shorties is complimenting me. Like, you know, after they get into it, then they're like, "Okay, I see what I see what you were talking about. But unfortunately, like when people have that perspective, it really comes from a, a place of not knowing, you know, mm-hmm. I, my, my dad wasn't in skincare when I was growing up. He was like a soap and water kind of person. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it, it took me seeing my mom and her skincare regimen. And for me to like, just not want to go through any like awkward acne stages. That's how I got into skincare. But, you know, like my dad, there's a lot of black men and in, in urban environments who are just like, right. uh, soap and water, like we're okay. And it's like, no, you're not. You wouldn't soap and water your teeth. <laughs> like you use <laughs> you use toothpaste and mouthwash and everything you else. Like, bro, you need to do that for your skin as well. So mm-hmm. I try not to like beat people down on tangents with it, but it's just such a passion thing for me that I'm like, oh, we gotta, we gotta just be more educated about it. And and when people see the benefits of it, they become excited. So yeah. Right. I, right. I appreciate your both of your passions for it because um, actually the both of you are undoing and correcting our parents basically because our parents, mm-hmm. um, some parents don't see the value in it because they were taught mm-hmm. soap and water, like you said, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I appreciate that. Verna, did you yeah. wanna say something? I could relate to uh, some of those guys. I'm gonna be honest. I used to be the, nah, that's the, I'm not doing that pretty stuff. Like, nah, soap and water is all I need. And then I had horrible acne. I mean, horrible acne. Proactive didn't work. None of that, none of that work. And that's when I started thinking about, okay, what is this skincare stuff? And for me, it's literally, it's just been, and this is like year, this is like before college and then went to college. It's really been a communal effort to, like Rocky said, I think it's a lot of it is not, some of it could be ignorance, but I think a lot of it is also just miseducation and right. not knowing, okay, when you say skincare, what is skincare? When you say I need an exfoliant, what is an exfoliant? Um, and what, why, why do I need that? Um, and I think as I started to do my own research, one, and then a lot of it was talking to a lot of my, you know, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family, like Rocky said, he learned from his mother. I learned from my homegirls. They would be like, oh, Vern, you don't have this. Why aren't you using this? I'm like, okay, well, what is this? Like, <laughs> let me go figure out what it is. Right. I'm now. I, I never thought I needed a. Uh, never thought I needed a a, a, com- a very complex skincare routine, but now we. I need to re up on uh, Cali Handsome Toner today because hey. I ran out last night. <laughs> so it's like it's like so now it's like I think one of the things about it is also like hey you can't you can't force someone to. Uh, you can't force someone to drink, uh, but you can lead them. You can lead them to the pond, but you can't force them to drink. And I think right. as we just continue, especially you know what I know of me and Rocky, just as you know, men as brothers, um, we continue to do our part in you know providing that education, 
bringing as many people as we can to the watering hole. And then it's going to be them to have that experience on their on their part to be able to, you know, all right, let me let me try some of this. Let me drink. And then once they try it one time, they see how nourishing it is for them. And they're like, OK, I'm hooked. Like, what else you got? <laughs> exactly. That's really how it be. Like, what else you got? Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. So where did your grooming experiences begin? Um, in terms of like personal or like professionally? Personal. Personal. So for me, it was, you know, seeing my mom and she literally did like face masks every single night type of thing. Um, she also was someone who was very, um, she was proactive about like my skin health and especially going into my teenage years. So I didn't necessarily, I didn't really have like a bad acne phase as a teenager because like from the moment I hit, <laughs> from the moment I turned, I think I was 12 or 13, my mom took me to a dermatologist and we immediately got me on some prescription like benzoyl cream. So I didn't even have that phase. My mom was on top of it from the onset. So I was using prescription, like not even over the counter face washes and stuff, like very prescribed things that were specific to my skin. I've been using those things since I was about 12, 13. And so like that, it just became habit. And with okay. those things, especially when they're prescriptions and medicated, like you have to be set to a certain regimen. So from 12 years old, I was always had ingrained in my mind, like a skincare routine, a skincare regimen. Um, and then it just kind of grew from there. And it really was just on a personal side. I didn't really think of skincare as a business until I ended up working for L'Oreal. I worked in their men's grooming headquarters actually here in LA for their brand Backserve California. And being on the inside of how a men's, a mega men's brand was being run was just, it was very insightful, but I saw so much missed opportunity. I saw so much of the market that they weren't serving black men, That's good. men of color that they were not servicing. And I got frustrated by that a lot. I also saw a lot of things that they could be doing better. And it became one of those things where it's like, okay, if you guys aren't going to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, because it's needed. <laughs> so really like the entrepreneurship and skincare was kind of like, I don't want to say I was forced into it, but I was forced into it. Came from a, a place of frustration, a, a place of seeing the inside ways and how it needed to be tweaked to service our communities and just having that audacity to be like, yo, if y'all not going to do it, I'm going to do it. Um, so that's kind of like professionally how I got started there. But I think having that grooming experience at L'Oreal for the business side of it, I think definitely was uh, was was a big part of me getting into it um, in terms of like launching my own brand. Mm. So, yeah, that's what kind of that's what got me into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know for me, the personal side, uh, my introduction to grooming had to be, you know, hip hop. And it, I know people, if you look at our uh, Instagram, um, you find a lot of Nipsey videos, a lot of Nipsey quotes. Um, a lot of Jay-Z quotes and bit, like hip hop really drives a lot of the things that we do here just in terms of our mindset. And if I could, you asked that, and I think back to like that first experience where I was like mentally, physically, emotionally investing in grooming. Oh, it was when I was trying to grow braids like Lil Bow Wow. I was trying, I really wanted to grow braids like Lil Bow Wow. And it's just, one, I was impatient, hair didn't grow. Two, Parents was not going for that. They were like, nah, you're gonna look like a thug. Da, 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 da. Right. Um, and that was like my first mindset of like, okay, how do you do it? And then I was like, okay, I kind of got off that wave. 
And then I remember the next big thing was uh, Waves. And I remember like that was my first time actually taking on an actual grooming routine. Cause whenever I would get home from school, I'm sitting there doing homework with a brush in my hand, just yeah. going like this, just going like this. Um, I'm watching TV like with a brush. If I could, if, if I was allowed to have a brush at the dinner table, I would probably be eating with a brush in my hand. And that's my first like real thought of like, okay, when did I actually take steps and like understand like, hey, I am taking care of my personal care. I didn't know at the time I was doing self care. But at that, that was probably mm -hmm. that first moment, um, early 2000s when, you know, Rockefeller was on top and Jay, everyone was talking about spinning, do-rags were all over the place, crowns was all over the place. So that was probably the first time I really took a, really honed in on, okay, this is grooming. This is what it, this is what I'm going to utilize it as. And fast forward to, you know, being able to grow a full beard. Um, that's how I got introduced to the professional side of grooming was just started growing my beard went to the went to the aisles to pick up some stuff to use and there was nothing that just spoke to me you know like i feel like when i shop and like when i go to you know to pick up sneakers or i go to even thinking about you know what i want to eat like there's things that just jump out to you like hey that speaks to me walking through those walking through the you know the aisles at some of these big department stores I'm not gonna name no names um <laughs> i just didn't i just nothing spoke to me everything was just like hey buy this buy this nothing was just like yo i feel you like, so that was one of the biggest things. That is the biggest things that we really are focusing on at Sauce. It's like, okay, providing this, building this experience that allows individuals to embrace their best, but making sure the entire, like, we're coming out by saying, like, yo, I feel you. Like, yeah. not just like, here, bye, 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 but it's like, yo, I feel you. Like, I know what you're going through. I'm here for you. Um, and let's figure out how we're going to get over this and continue to thrive and progress and elevate together. Um, yeah. So that's how I, that's, Personal, Bow Wow braids, whole <laughs> ways, and a professional beard gang. I feel you. Embrace your best. <laughs> that's that's good. So, what age? Thinking about where it started for you all. What age do you think that we need to start going after our younger boys? What age Amen. do you think that we need to start promoting? Zero self-care. Zero. When they come out, when they come out the womb, when, they, <laughs> you, when, when you holding that baby boy and you like, oh my god, like this beautiful boy, start affirming that king right then and there. Start yeah. telling that king you're about to be amazing. You're about to be blessed. You're about to be beautiful. You're gonna be. You're gonna be. You're gonna yeah. be such a bright light to come into this world. I think it's literally day one that grooming. Like we were talking about earlier, grooming is an experience. It's not just an actual activity. It's an experience. Right. You once a child, not even just boy, baby girl, once someone comes into this world from day one, they should be getting groomed for greatness that they are about to uh, that they are about to, you know, share to 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 prepare to, you know, continue to brighten that light that they're about to illuminate the world with. So I honestly think day one, they should be, yo, you're a king. Just notice right now. You can't even hear me. You can't hear me. You understand what I'm saying? But you're a king. Like I think that's day one for me. Yeah, yeah. They definitely will feel it for sure. They might not understand the words, but they'll feel what you're projecting. I yeah. think in terms of like habits, as, as early as you can instill the habit of brushing your teeth, you should instill the habit of washing your face. They should definitely go hand in hand. That's literally as young as I can remember, it was always, oh, when you wake up, brush your teeth and wash your face. Like they were always together. There yes. was never a separate 
oh, you brush your teeth or you wash your hands after you go to the potty. It's literally those same habits when kids are starting to understand, I wash my hands, I brush my teeth, I wash my face. They should just be kind of baked into to that because it's, it's a part of hygiene as well. So it's like you just lump that in at the same time, like that'd be the most ideal. Again, that's what, and then at that point, you're not going to be trying to play catch up later on in life when people are like, oh my God, like I, I'm having this bad experience and now I'm relying on my friends to teach me how to fix it. If you just catch it from the rip and just take care of it before it even starts. Right. There's a lot of those how-to manuals out for like child rearing, raising right. different children and all that. Um, I'm curious if there's one that's focused well, for like a better word, how to groom a child. So like day one to this day, what is that? What, what should, how should you be grooming your child? And then when do you institute hygiene practices and what practices? I'll be curious to know, to know that because that's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting question. I like that a lot. Yeah, it is. I well, like the first thing that popped into my mind is like, it's because when I think about it, when I see like my, my siblings with their kids, it's really like, you know, even when your kid is small enough where you're still brushing their teeth, like you're still, even though they can't do it themselves and they're holding your hand while you're brushing their teeth, you're like grooming them at, in that way. They're seeing you brush their teeth and every morning they're in this habit of like, okay, mommy or daddy's brushing my teeth. So I'm brushing my teeth. And then at some point you move your hand away and they're brushing their own teeth. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's like one of those things that we don't even realize that we are grooming our kids but we are. And so once we are aware that we're grooming our kids, now we need to be more intentional, intentional about the grooming habits that we're like instilling in their lives and what's important to also include. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys both brought up excellent points about that question, about that. Thank you. Um, has your personal, how has your personal growth been reflected in your grooming routines? And if so, um, Tell us, tell us about that. Jeez. I, I, oh, I mean, well, just like I mentioned earlier, uh, not even just from like the skincare perspective, that's something I've always been in, but specifically when it comes to like beard care and stuff like that, when I lost my hair at 24. So for starters, yeah, one in four guys are going to experience significant hair loss, hereditary hair loss before the, the age of 21. Like it just happens. And I was one of those guys like, being young and in college and my corners were just like thin so bad even to the point where i would go to the barber shop and have my barber try to blend it and go down as low as possible until you know i think i was in my junior year of college or senior year when he was like bro i don't even have a guard on and i'm going against the grain i cannot get any lower you know and and as black men you know how significant your hairline is to you your confidence it is literally the topic of you know, so much conversation, like it's just, I don't want to say it's everything, but it's top three to a black man. And so for me to have that experience being young and in college, like it was just, it was like devastating. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm be honest with you. Like I definitely cried a lot. I had so much like anxiety about it. Like when I had the conversation with my barber and he told me like, I'm, I have no guard on it and I'm against the grain. Like I cried right there in the chair, like right in the barbershop. So I was just like, yeah, I'm 21. I was 21 at that time. Like, how am I, you know, I'm a kid and how am I supposed to be here? Like, do I have to go bald now? Like, 
all of those sorts of things. So, you know, I think as I started to get into accepting the fact of that my hair was just gone really at that point, but I kind of held on to it, tried to hold on to any strands of it for another two years or so. Once I fully shaved my head at 24 and the beard was all I had, I started to see that, okay, once I started to focus on my beard, like the comments on Instagram and all that, like people were so into it, like, oh my God, your beard's amazing. Like what's going on? And not to say that you should seek validation from outside people, but when other people started to pay attention to the extra things I was doing to my beard, it really did kind of set a light bulb off in my head of, of like, oh yeah, you don't have your hairline anymore, but like you got one of the best beards out. So like, keep doing what you're doing and go harder, like lean in, flex, like live your best life. And I was able to find that through my beard. So that, that personal journey of grooming to me, finding proper beard care and subtle flexes for my beard literally changed the game for me from going from being a super confident kid all my life to confidence hitting an ultimate low when I lost my hair at such a young age and to then start finding it back piece by piece by finding strength and having a beard. And this is where I started to like my my appearance again and all of that. So it was so significant in my personal life. And um, yeah, things just kind of kind of kind of built from there. So that's why I love I, I just love grooming. I love what Vernon is doing with all his beard products because it's literally so important. And you have no idea, bro, like the the people that are out there that are probably using your products and are, are feeling so amazing about themselves and finding their confidence because your products is making their beards look amazing. And to some people, the beard is all they have. The beard is all I had. Um, it's it's not all I had, but at the time it felt like it was all I had, you know? Now I know I'm so much more mature where I'm, I'm so much more than my beard. I'm so much more than any of these things. I'm so much more than the, the body, whatever. But at that time, 24 years old, like, I, had, I needed something to hold on to, and my beard grooming specifically was the thing that I held on to. So, right, crazy right. time. <laughs> right, right, and I, and to think about that last part that you just said, I think that go that definitely hits on the question of how is your personal growth related to the growth in your grooming grooming routine? Mm -hmm. Is because at first I felt like you know sound like the same, so focused on one specific area, like yo, I need to get. If I don't have this, I'm done. I'm, I'm ruined. My life is over if I don't have this. Yeah. And then you master that and you like, okay, well, let me try this. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. And then you master that. And then you just realize at the end, you, or as you get further in the process, not at the end, but as you go on moving along, you realize like, I'm not just defined by, by one feature, let yes. alone one yeah. thing. I yeah. have an amazing beard. But then it's like, you know, people are like, oh yeah, your beard's going crazy. And then it's like, okay, I got something else for you. Pop out with the waves. And then it's like, oh, I got something else for you. I got something else for you. And that's just, we're talking about grooming. So I'm just gonna focus it on, um, you know, grooming routines, grooming habits. But I really think my growth as a man is attributed to, you know, me starting to, you know, seek more education. Um, I, I think about, you know, especially throughout 2020 and even prior to 2020, um, going on this conquest of, or first accepting that I don't know what I don't know, and then going on this conquest yeah. to learn. That's where that, that's reflected in my personal care routine, my grooming routine, because when I started that journey, yeah, I had the sauce products just for the beards. I was taking care of my beard. Beard was straight. 
I didn't have a toner, didn't have exfoliant, didn't wasn't using SPF. And I, I didn't think I, I was one of the ones that was like, yo, I'm black. I don't need sunscreen. Like, <laughs> you know, I was definitely that person, yeah. regardless of getting I've been sunburned many times. But that's a whole nother story. Um, I didn't have an SPF. Um, I wasn't meditating. I wasn't journaling. Um, I was still working out. But, you know, it's like there's so many things I didn't I was not doing when I started off was like, yo, I want to learn more about sauce. I want to learn more about beer care. I want to learn more about natural products. And my conquest and, and, and thirst to learn more, to seek more education about this topic ended up me learning about so many other things at the same time, which now has added pieces to my guru routine step by step by step. One of the most a big piece of that was um, was learning more about the self-care components of grooming. When I first started on this journey, it was only focused on like grooming products, products like how do you make the beard better? How do you get the waist spinning? How do you make the skin shine? How do you clean? How do you clean the body? And then it was just like, yo, what impact does that have on the internal? What impact does that have on me when I walk out the door and I'm looking fly when I'm using when, when my beard is shining, like, how does that affect me? I know how it may affect others because I get the I get the responses, I get the right. IG comments, and unfortunately yeah, DMs yeah. I gotta I gotta mute and, and delete immediately. Uh, but it's like, yeah, like, what 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 is that doing for me? Um, and I think one more thing that was one of the biggest things. I love this question. That was one of the biggest things about getting Sauce to launch officially on October 4, twenty twenty. So a lot of people, some people may know my story. I was at the firm, I was at a firm, professional services firm in DC. Um, it was like, yo, I have this idea, I have this idea. I launched sauces, I, like soft launch in May, 2019. I was like, yo, I have this idea. I'm getting some feedback. You know what? I'm gonna put this cape on. I'm gonna jump off this cliff and I'm gonna fly. I'm a six months, I'm gonna be bossed up. I'm gonna be doing everything. I'm gonna do this, this, this. Quit, leave my job December, 2019, move back to LA. Um, LA 2020. We all know what happens three months later. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. I'm sitting here just like, wait a second. Wait a second. This was not supposed to be like this. Okay. And one thing I learned on the on the sauce journey, we talk about professional side, especially talk about personal growth. Okay. I had to learn so much about who I was. I had to, I feel like you know, God was telling me, like, yo, before yeah. you go build this, I need you to build yourself first. Yes. Before you go try to take care of other people and get everybody else popping and get everybody else confident. I need you to get more confident. I need you to. I need you to strengthen who you are. I yes. need you to strengthen strengthen your mind first. Strengthen your mental. Yeah. And that was like a big. That was a big transition for me. Talk about you know your personal growth and reflecting to your grooming routine. That was about March 2020. Mm. By the time we launched October 4th, 2020, everybody see we had an array of products: beard care, hair care, skin care. I started learning about everything. Learning about myself, yeah. incorporating different products in myself. Met, met up with Rocky ran like randomly and now we just can't stop crossing paths. No. And then I was like, you know what? Let me tap, let me tap in. I do need some toner. One of the homegirls told yeah, me I need to try some toner. I tried that about like in a week. I was just like, yo, like this is crack. Like this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's just like I see myself as I continue to grow, as I continue to get more confident in who I am, I have no problem adding more skincare products to my routine. I have no problem walking into uh, a nail salon, getting a manicure, pedicure with or without uh, a, a homegirl or my lady next to me. Like, I have no problem with that. I'm confident yeah. in who I am. That's how I'm growing. So you start to see that in my grooming routine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's the impact that grooming can have on you. Like, what it does internally is 
it far outpaces the benefits of what it does for you ex externally on your exterior. Mm -hmm. Again, like that's that swagger that you just have when you just feel good about yourself when you're grooming experiences like you just move differently where you could go into a salon and be like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Put me on the books. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm by myself. It's all women in here, but I do not care. Like you just move differently. And I love that you use the word impact because that literally is what it's about. It's about giving guys the tools for them to internally feel so empowered that they can have the biggest impact mm -hmm. on their surroundings and, and the people that they come across and ultimately the world. But you can't have an impact on the world until you build up yourself. Just like you said, like you got to feel good about yourself before you can really like make a difference. And, and that's what I think that is literally probably the biggest benefit to grooming that we can provide to folks is giving them the tools to build themselves up and then they can go into their own lives. And whether that's launching a new company, whether that's launching a new initiative, whether that's you know, having the confidence to leave their job and get in the film, whatever it is that they want to do and whatever their purpose is, you got to feel internally empowered in order to be able to take that step and to take that leap. So I, I love it. I okay. love it. And encouragement to explore more, right? I know we love the barbershop. Yeah. I love the barbershop. Um, and I get empowered. I'm, uh, my, my guy, the money cut, if you out here and I like the money cut, Fairview on the break, I got to plug my, got to plug my guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, whenever I leave a barbershop, even from day one, like it's always like you get that uplifting feeling, regardless of, you know, I'm all, my haircut's always clean, but it's just being able to sit in that chair from my shop, being surrounded by a bunch of other black men, and we watching the news and commenting or just having normal dialect or just listening to last time I was in there, they had 90s R&B playing, and we just talking about our experiences and like how we felt about it. It's, just, it's, it's that communal aspect too when things like the barbershop, but I do, I do encourage individuals and men, women, whoever, to go out and look for that fulfillment, look for that community, look for that uplift and elevation outside of just one lane. Like, if you see you see how good you feel when you lead a barbershop, imagine how good you feel when you didn't, went and got a facial. Imagine how good you're gonna feel when you go get a massage. Imagine how good you're gonna feel when you know you go for you go walk a mile, or you go you know you, you do a whole beard routine on a Sunday, or your hair like. Imagine that. So it's like, I definitely part of me is also encouraging, man. Like you said, I'm going to lead you to the watering hole. I'm going to pull you. I'm going to educate you. Whatever you want to know, hit me. I'll, I'll answer your questions. I can't yeah. force you to drink, though. But it's just continuously right. leading them, you know, to help them make that decision for themselves. But yeah. And giving the tools, which we're both doing. Awarding the tools. So, man, speak on it. I, yeah, I got to say, <laughs> one of my, like, literally, one of the happiest things was. I think this last award cycle, going, to, getting the notification that Callie Handsome had won an award for the beard pencil, and then checking the list of winners, and then also seeing Vernon's product on that list as well, like the body yeah. butter, get it? it and like you said, like crazy. this is. I'm sorry for cutting you off, Rocky. Yeah, no, nah, I'm Yeah, this is, and this is a side. This is grooming. This is. It's not a side word. It's just still a part of the conversation. The impacts of grooming, right? Like we talked. You talked about the question earlier about some men thinking like, oh, like. It's pretty stuff, right? Being able to be in this space that is largely, you know, not looked down on, but it's kind of like outcasted when it comes to the industry, when it comes to our community, black men and, and beauty and cosmetics, like call it what it is. It's health and beauty. That's like, oh, like, nah, that's not, that's 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 an outlier. Like that's an outlier, you're different. Um, for Rocky and I to come into this space, being who we are, 
unapologetic, organic the entire time and not just come into this space and just sit, but come into the space, winning awards on the biggest stages, getting the recognition and the salute and the support of some of your biggest um in biggest conglomerates, biggest ecosystems, biggest you know communities out there. Shout like, out to Sauce in there, GQ, uh, GQ yes. this week. You know, <laughs> so so slight, so slight, little GQ, little GQ. Yeah, I should have yeah, wore a suit today, but I just I just really want to definitely you know also take this time and like really you know give Rocky flowers and give myself flowers at the same time. Yeah. Like yo, we we really blazing a trail and doing things that is largely not. It's not supposed to happen. Like, I don't think it's supposed to happen. But we we make that decision like, yo, we see a need. And despite of all the noise and all the backlash and whatever that may come from it, we're going to keep driving forward and making sure we're doing whatever we can to provide our community with the tools to, yes. build, to build that experience for them to embrace their best and feel, them be feel like their best self. So shout out to you, brother, for everything that you've done you, man. on the in the on the inside at l'oreal and even now on, on pushing cali handsome to the forefront shout out to you because you definitely is someone that i look up to ask my co-founder jay we definitely be like yo we, like, rocky's a motivator he's inspiration to us so thank you for everything that you're doing for this industry and for black men in this industry and black men at large bro Listen, iron sharpens iron. And like Vernon said, we cross paths so much. Like we cross paths randomly for the first time at like a party. And then afterwards, it's literally been accelerator programs where they were like, oh, we're only taking one company. Oh, we couldn't decide. So we took multiple. And it's me and Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> awards come out and it's like, OK, got awards. It's me and Vernon, like different accelerators. We own like a Zoom yeah. call for an introduction into a new you know, business incubator. And I get a text from Vernon like, yo, is that you? And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And I think that's another thing, like grooming, I think is a, and I think about the barbershop model and I'm thinking outside, grooming brings us together. Grooming it brings does. our community together. Like me and Rocky, different businesses, pretty much in the same umbrella. Right. We don't have to compete. We sit in here bigging up, passing roads, like, yo, whatever, whatever I could do to help, to help you win. Yeah. And whatever he, I know whatever Rocky, does he been, dropping gems on us, he be shouting us out like, he gonna do it. And I think that's another thing about, you know, coming into the grooming industry specifically, because it's so scarce with us in it, it's just this un, it's this automatic respect. Like, yo, whatever I got is yours. However I can do it is Absolutely. yours. Like, whatever we can do to continue to lift each other up, uplift, elevate each other, let's do it. So yeah, we, it's, it's, it's love. It's, love. it's space I, for I, all of us, man. It's, it's space and be, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of, what is necessary, what is needed, and, and what it can be when you talk about like the grooming industry at large and men's beauty, men's cosmetics, men's handsome tools, like all of those sorts of things. Like we we have only just gotten started and there's space for all of us. And I think the more we share our light, the brighter we all shine. And that's why I love connecting with people like Vernon when it's just like, you share the light and then we all shine brighter. It's, there is no, need for competition you know what i mean and it sucks too that like you only think about that when it comes to either black owned brands or men's brands because there's new makeup brands being launched every single day in sephora <laughs> like every day there's like you know there's already like a million and one concealers and a new concealer is being launched there on a weekly basis so nope we only think about the competitive thing when it's like oh well there's already a black owned brand like how are you different from that black owned brand and it's like 
that doesn't need to be the thought process. And thankfully, the generation that we're in now and the, and the people that we have in a space now are like Vernon and myself, but we don't see that. That is not our approach. It's more like, yo, I seen this opportunity. I'm texting Vernon like, yo, so-and-so's accelerator is going live and the application ends tonight. I just heard about it. I'm doing my here, do yours. This is a tip that my homegirl said. We are literally sharing those resources because there is space for all of us. And, and for, quite frankly, my thought process is if there's only one chair left at somebody's table and they're trying to decide oh, well, we only want to give one chair to a Black-owned brand, then that's probably not the table that I want to be at anyway. I'd rather go build our own right. table. You know right. what I mean? Right. Service our own community, and that way we right. build as many chairs as we want. So right. I love that's that right. it's like the community and the sharing space and all of that, all of that this stuff. This is dope, man. This I'm is so, dope. I'm so thankful that you two are building each other um, up where we could see it because oh, we yeah. don't see that a lot out in the open, you know, because I would think in my head, um, why is, why are two of the same, you know, umbrellas coming on the show together? You know, that's what others would think. But yeah. I'm thankful that you all are confident enough and you know what's on the inside of you to yeah. build each other up. So black men do build together. And Absolutely. we all do build each other up. You know what's crazy? Somebody literally used to say pretty much the same line that you said about like, how are you to, and this was when I first launched Cali Handsome and I was, there's another uh, black man who has a beauty brand called Our Skin. Mm -hmm. and it's Los Angeles Oils and Butters. Mm -hmm. Another very, very amazing brand. And people used to always say like, oh, I see you and Ronnie like tagging each other on Instagram and you guys are talking so much, but like you both have black skincare brands that service black men. Like, how is that the case? And I will always be so confused. Like, what do you mean? Like, why wouldn't we be talking? Like, why wouldn't, you know, we're both started, we were both starting our businesses at the time. So he was like, you know, like, are you still just going to the post office? Cause I got this new system that works for me. You should implement it. Or I'm like, oh, are you using Shopify? Cause I just found this new app and my conversions went up by X, Y, and Z percent. Maybe you should implement this. Like, why wouldn't we be sharing those things? Cause it really just helped both of our businesses grow. But people used to always say that question, like, how are you and Ronnie talking so much? Aren't you competitors? And it's like, first off, you know how many people are in Los Angeles? Like there's a million, there's like, there's gotta be millions of people in Los Angeles. There's multiple customers for everybody. And then also mm -hmm. when you just look at your own lives, like when I go in my bathroom, like it is not all monotone and one brand. Like I have several different brands in there. So it's never a case of if somebody becomes a Cali handsome customer, then they can't become a sauce customer. That is not the case at mm -hmm. all. And if somebody does choose a product over my product, that doesn't mean that my brand can't succeed. Like there's so many other, there's, it's just so crazy. Like there's, there's room right. for everybody. There's Popeyes, there's Churchies, there's KFC, like right. there's different things that service so many different people. And it's like, it's just, it's crazy that people do have that thought process though. But yeah, that was always one of like the, the biggest questions I got when I first started. Like, right. you so cool with all these guys that you're competing with. Because we're not right. competing, we're building and sharing resources. Right. It's not a competition. Just a money yeah. statistic my mentor told me two weeks ago. By 2030, men's grooming and cosmetics, health and beauty for men, the men vertical specifically, is supposed to reach a T globally. A T is a trillion. Trillion dollar valuation globally. 
Um, I think right. I think for 2022, it's supposed to hit 162 billion valuation in the U.S. alone. So, like Rocky said, there's a, there's a lot of room in there. I think there's yeah. a lot of room in there for you, to, for you to for anybody to come in and, and pick and pick and play. And I think I'm. I like what you said. How we're doing this and we're supporting each other, shouting out other businesses on here in front of live in front of others. Um, because we got to change that narrative. Yes. We got to change, yes. that, narrative. Yeah, we gotta change that narrative, you know? I see what you did like, there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it, it's no longer like, yo, if I, and one of the, somebody told me this, it's no longer a mindset if I give, when I give one, that means I lose one. No, I'm coming from a place of abundance. So if I give, yeah. that's not lowering my stock. Like, yes. My stock, my, when I give, it's actually yeah. adding to my stock. Every time I yeah. give, I'm getting, I'm, I'm just getting more and more. So it's like, when I look at like, okay, us partnering, us, us you know, supporting each other you know always always you know up in each other like that's that's doing nothing but just adding to each of our individual stocks so let's change that narrative of thinking we got to compete with each other uh black men black women black community um and let's look for more opportunities to build support and uplift each other yeah i'm I'm coming from a place of abundance i love that yeah coming from a place of abundance yeah. All right. So yeah. let's, let's let's move on. What are some of the common misconceptions with grooming in your fields? Uh, that you don't need it. <laughs> That's probably the biggest. Like the first one that guys think of is like, oh, I don't need it. I don't need skincare. I don't need beard balms or beard moisturizers. Like it's cool. I'll just go to the barbershop. I'll use soap and water. The fact that you don't need it is like such a fallacy. Again, it's like the way I can, the clearest way to drive this point home when people say that is like, okay, so do you not need toothpaste? Like, do you, are you just gonna rely on the couple of times a year you go to the dentist? Like, it's cause that's essentially what you're saying. Like, oh, I don't need skincare. I don't need a face wash. I don't need a beard moisturizer. Like who, who taught you that? Like who taught you that? So that's probably one of the first misconceptions that like tends to, leave people's mouths when they hear about like a skincare grooming brand and like why they should buy it i'm just like okay mm-hmm. my thing is what they what, what do i get all the time um <laughs> it's, it's i probably shouldn't even say this but they'd be like people will come up and be like okay so if i use this you're telling me in like a week or two my beard gonna look like yours they will have as much facial hair as you have right now, Anika. Yeah. None, right? Right. And they will come up and be like, yo, if I use this in two weeks, I'm gonna look like you. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's one of the things about this whole has definitely helped me practice my uh responses and my facial mm-hmm. responses. Right. So that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions is people want, and I think that's just a generational thing. We ain't gotta dive down that one. But right. that instantaneous microwave pop, microwave generation right. or microwave mentality—it's like, oh, if I use this for two weeks, boom, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight. I'm like, bro, you yeah. need a little longer than two weeks, bro. You have nothing on your chin right now. Like, you exactly. need a little longer. Um, so I think that's one of the things is that people will think, look at grooming as being instantaneous results. Um, yeah. Some place, sometimes it is. Um, some cases, not instantaneous, but sometimes you may see results more quicker, more quickly. Yeah, but I think a lot of it. As is, I think with everything in life, gotta stop expecting things to happen immediately and be able to really withstand the process. With really commit yourself to the journey and not just try to like, oh, I just want to, you know, hit this quick sprint and, and get what I want and then be out. I told you I love hip hop, so you know I gotta relate it to the marathon. Life is a marathon. Yeah, yeah. is a marathon. It's a you're gonna constantly be finding things as you grow, as we continue to grow older. 
a three product skincare routine not gonna cut it now you need to incorporate some extra moisture as your skin starts yeah. to dry out more you know like so it's just constant a marathon constant growth so mm. one of that's the biggest misunderstanding that grooming is instantaneous yeah people be like yo i'm gonna use this face wash and i'm gonna wake up tomorrow my acne is gonna be gone i'm like <laughs> <laughs> No, probably not. Like, if it does, let me know and take some pictures because I'm a promoter. Right, that's it. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. I'm a shop up on the rooftops, but probably not. But yeah, it's like that popcorn thought process. And, you know, most pro 90% of products are going to require process. Some things like with a cosmetic tool, like a beard pencil, like that is instant. Like you are going to put right. that on. You're immediately going to see like a clean beard line, a full beard, thicker hairline, appearance wise. Like, sure, but for the greater percentage of like the grooming experience, it's gonna take time. Even like getting a facial, like where people are like, yo, I got this event, I'm gonna just go get a facial the day before. I'm like, mm -mm. you can go to the highest ranked esthetician in the world. Like getting a facial the day before is not gonna just completely give you a new mug. Like that's not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not how it works. But you know, a big part of it is education. Right. Um, we know that now, like, because you and I have done the work to educate ourselves. So I think as much as we can, it's just amplifying that to educate guys. And that's how we begin to change that narrative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you guys mentioned sev several times throughout the show, you mentioned, mentioned sorry, um, exfoliation. Talk to us about that. And what does that do? Um, because I want to help some of our... Yeah. 50s and 60s and 40 year olds because they're not too um knowledgeable of that so take it yeah i think it's, it's it is nice to go along with the conversation about like things taking time and like a skincare regimen taking time because one of the biggest benefits of an exfoliator is literally helping you remove dead skin cells and your skin usually has like a complete turnover maybe once every about six or seven weeks or so and that using an exfoliant can help remove those dead skin cells. So it's like, when you want your skin to be like the freshest, most vibrant version of itself, you gotta get rid of the gunk and the old stuff and exfoliants really mm -hmm. help with that. Um, so it's, it's nice that that comes right on the heels of the conversation about things taking time because it is gonna take time, even when using an exfoliant. Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, you got about like six weeks before your skin is gonna like really fully turn over. So. But exfoliants really like help with that process. Okay. Right. And how often? Um, I would like to say probably about like two to three times a week is mm -hmm. probably recommended. But you really got to know yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I I recommend two to three times a week. But me personally, I use an exfoliant quite often, maybe like five times. But I know right. my skin. You have right. to know yourself. And because exfoliants are, um, they usually have some sort of agent in them where they're literally helping scrub your mm -hmm. skin right. if you have sensitive skin you can have a reaction if you use it too much or you can right. damage your skin you can scratch it up so you really just have to know your skin type but right. i would i would recommend two to three times a week you don't want to overdo it and then you just like listen listen to your body if you can do it more sure if you need to do it less definitely mm -hmm. do it less but you know, there's never going to be one grooming routine that is universal and works for every single guy all of our skin types are different. My skin type is different from Vernon's. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. We can we can all benefit from the same products for you know in a general sense for the most part. But your use is going to be tailored towards towards your skin type. But 
Exfoliating mm-hmm. is like to me, that's like baptizing your skin, where it's like you just become renewed. Like when I when, when you when I use an exfoliant, whether it's you know, one of the I'm shots, one of the homegirls that broke this down to me. Um, you have manual exfoliants and then you have chemical exfoliants. Mm-hmm. If I got that wrong, Tiff, let me know. Um, manual exfoliant is something like what we have soft exfoliating gloves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, gloves that you strap on and like this wire mesh material, soap in your hand, and you're able to gently scrub around to kind of like manually lift up, break up some of that dead skin. And then okay. you have a chemical exfoliant, if I'm using this right, if I'm categorizing your product from Rocky, please let me know, um, similar to the toner. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, in a way, yeah, for sure. Statement? And then you have that chemical yep. exfoliant. I think you're removing the dead skin, but you're also like, there's a lot of dirt and gunk that soap is not going to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And I didn't believe it because when you wash your face, you know, especially after I use a sauce bar, I wash my face, face feels like, you know, fresh. And it's like, all right, like it's, it's I feel like, okay, there's nothing there. Then I put some of that toner on a, um, on one of my little cotton pads, and I got to go like this, and I'll be like, like what? Dang. I was like, I was like did, I, did I miss something? Did I not Burn wash it. my face? Burn and it. it's, just, it's just like, there's a lot of stuff that you're missing when you're not exfoliating it properly. Yeah. You are saying it because I wonder the same thing. I'm like, did I miss a spot? That's not yeah, it. No, that's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, that is, that's, I think when I launched my skincare products and we just started with the um, the face wash, the toner and the moisturizer, the toner was the most underrated thing because people, were, they didn't understand. And they were like, why would I need to use a toner if I'm using a face wash and then I have a moisturizer? And it was really that thing of like, hey, this after you wash your face, there's there's things that are deeper under the skin and under the surface level that a toner mm-hmm. is going to help you get mm-hmm. to. It's going to help like really get in there and get that stuff out. But it, it, yeah, it's crazy. When people use it for the first time and they're like, oh my God, all of this was left behind. Now you yeah. become like, okay, now I'm going to keep using it until I see nothing on the cotton pad. Exactly. Right. And like, especially if you're real active, like, you know, very heavy into fitness, you sweat a lot, you need to get something like a toner. Um, if you wear a lot of hats, definitely want to oh make sure God. you're constantly cleaning off that forehead. If it's hats or even your crowns, if you wear, you rocking a crown, sauce crown when you go to sleep every night, um, we call our do-rags crowns because we don't believe that in rags. We, we right. empower every, every every aspect of our business. Um, you wearing a crown every night, that moisture that you're just locking in on your forehead, you got to clear, clean that off. So um, I know for my routine specifically, I'm using my exfoliating gloves twice a week. Every other day, I'm using a toner. Mm-hmm. Every other day, I'm using the toner at most twice a day, but most of the times it's just once a day. Yeah, and it's also like like Rocky said, know your skin. I have very oily skin, which is why I was I'm very acne prone. So it's like I can use a light swab with a toner once, be good twice, still be straight, still yeah. hit it with some face off to just make sure I keep my face moisturized. But it's like I can do that. That's my routine. But definitely yeah. like. Definitely want to get y'all, y'all, y'all need to pick up an exfoliant, a toner, some exfoliating yes, and, gloves, and all that. Use both too, like chemical exfoliants and manual exfoliants are different and they're both necessary. Like, I don't want people to just hear, like, okay, well, it's an exfoliant, I can just get one. Like, no, they're both mm-hmm. very necessary, and one is going to be actual, very manual, helping you like get that stuff off of you, and that's the one that you actually like feel that you should you know, do twice a week or whatever, three times a week. But the chemical exfoliant, like Brennan said, like you can use it twice a day. Like that's going to really get into those pores. One is going to really remove those dead skin cells and one is really going to dig into those pores. Mm -hmm. So like just 
use them, get your skin proper. Like you will, you won't regret it at all. But I'm glad we're having this conversation because the education piece is essential. Yes. <laughs> right. and, and men, don't afraid to if you're when your medicine cabinet or bathroom counter starts countertop starts getting crowded, don't get nervous. You know, don't 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 get anxious. Like it's okay. Like your yeah. your countertop is going to start to look like your mother, your sisters, your ladies, whoever's countertop, because we need to say we don't. Okay, we don't need every product that women use because y'all <laughs> use some. Some of the products y'all use, I'm just like, why? Stay positive. But you go, you gonna definitely see like, yo, I need a, I need a beer conditioner, I need a beer moisturizer, I need a face soap, I need a body soap, I need a manual exfoliant yes. and a chemical exfoliant. I need yeah. like, it's just you're gonna start. I need a, I need a, a moisturizer for my body and a moisturizer for my face. <laughs> like it's different. You, like it's, it's you gonna start to see like your products different. like your whole routine start to elevate. It's very different. That's oh my god! I cringe when I hear of guys using like their body soap on their face or using their body lotions on their face, and I'm like, oh my god, that is so counterproductive. So I'm so glad you said that. So glad you said that. Rocky, that's what mainstream is promoting on these commercials yeah. and on the bottles. They're saying three and one. You know, you two and one. Oh yeah. yeah. I, now three and one. It is really? like people saying, yeah, yeah, I seen a three in one that's like a oh it's your face wash, body wash, and your shampoo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow, is that possible? Because if something is strong enough to work on my hair, it is mm -hmm. probably way too harsh to be on my face. Like there's just no way that that even makes sense to have a body wash, yeah. a face wash, and a shampoo in the same formula. Like I don't even understand how that's possible. Yeah. It's crazy. yeah, but they are pushing it to your point. This is what they're sending out there. And they're trying to get guys that are just want these quick popcorn fixes. Like, oh, I just want to use one product out the door in 30 seconds. Like right. everything good takes time. Like, and that includes investing in yourself and you want to be the best version of yourself. That is also going to take an investment of your time. Mm -hmm. It is what yes. it is. Yeah. Gentlemen, that is our time. Um, this was such a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah all are very knowledgeable. Um, I believe that when people listen to the replay, um, the men, including the women, will um, be taking notes. And because you guys just, you said a lot, you said a lot. I wanted to hit on the SPF um, because that was mentioned. But like I said, it is our time. And before um, we go, please tell our listeners how they can connect with you. Starting with Rocky. Yeah, so you can follow um, me. It's right here on the lower third at the Rocky Collins on Instagram. I'm starting to tweet more on Twitter. Same handle. <laughs> uh, you can find the brand. You can follow the brand on Instagram as well at Cali Handsome, and it's Cali like California, C A L I, and then Handsome like you want to be handsome, but we're missing the first two vowels. So it's H N D S M E, Cali Handsome. Um, and then also CaliHandsome.com. You can really, you can Google it and you'll find a website, find us on Instagram. Um, yeah, and just come be a part of the community. Uh, come be unapologetically handsome in whatever way that is to you and just be ready to lean all the way in because there's space for you to do that and the world needs you to do that. Yes, mm -hmm. lean all the way mm -hmm. in. I like that. Burn I like that, lean unapologetically handsome. I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some some stuff for starting to use that watch. People yeah. gonna be like, "Shut up, Vernon!" <laughs> <laughs> Not a user. Listen, 
Use it, man. Most definitely. It. Um, Vernon G, um, you can follow me on Instagram. I just added it, added it right there to my lower third, v.g.yancy. That's my personal. Um, you can follow the business. Um, so organic, so suave. We go by the acronym sauce at s o s s d dot co on Instagram. Um, the same on Facebook and our website. Uh, if you want to come learn more about us, shop, um, and also learn more about you know a lot of the different initiatives and impact that we're looking to provide throughout the community. Um, www.sossd.co. Um, you can tap in with us on Twitter, um, and that's sossdco. No dot in that one. Um, please come check us out. We we you know looking to provide more experiences, um, more conversations, more opportunities to grow and learn. Um, like this one, um, so that we're able to, you know, not only continue to progress ourselves and make sure everyone around us is constantly reminded and empowered to embrace um, their best. Uh, thank you again, Nika, for allowing Sauce to come through and take over this month. Um, this was an amazing conversation. I think yes. I was, it's, it's, and I'm so happy. Shout out to Rocky, like shout out to Rocky for tapping <laughs> in and, and, and yes. waking up 10 a.m. Saturday. Yes. Come hop, come hop up. Oh, so me and Rocky, we both in LA. We didn't get to that. We both LA based. Yes. We both, yes. We both amazing divine brothers of the best fraternity to ever grace this <laughs> land. Okay, so I find who probably already know. So shout out to, to Rocky for joining this space. Thank with you, me. man. Thank um, you. Being able to, you know, I learned some stuff from you today. So yeah. just appreciate the last minute call, text. I was like, yo, can you do this? You were like, yo, well, I got anytime. you. So I appreciate that, man. Yo, that's really our relationship. Like Vernon literally just texted me and was like, yo, like, can you hop on this? I want to have this conversation. I'm like, all right, bet. Like, we'll easy. So I was like, do I got to physically be somewhere? Am I logging in? You let me know where to be. And that's, <laughs> that's what it was. It was a text and we, we just rocking. So I rock with you so heavy. I respect you so much. Thank you guys for this platform. Like this conversation was not only necessary, but mm. I even feel more filled by being able to have these conversations because they're necessary. So thank you. Last yeah. plug, No Shade November. Sauce is doing our partnership. Oh, positive yep. deposits. Um, portion of every proceed, every transaction throughout the month of November, we're donating to this amazing cause. Um, and they're just, they're doing their part in supporting cancer victims, continue to pursue and progress through the fight. Um, and then also helping those that have already won their fight, reacclimate back into society. Um, mm -hmm. So definitely want to tap, tap in, come to the website. You can learn more about that partnership, learn more about um, I changed the narrative. Um, and it sounds like me and Rocky, we're gonna have to come up with some type of service impact initiative coming soon. Yo, so we're absolutely. gonna figure this out. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Thank you for allowing me to showcase your stories, for doing your part in changing the narrative. And lastly, for keeping your commitment by being a part of the show. That means a lot. If you've enjoyed the show, please let us know. We would love to shout you out, post your comments. If you are someone you know is changing the narrative, please contact us at ichangethenarrative at gmail.com. We would love to share your story. For I Change the Narrative merchandise, visit ichangethenarrative.org. We like to say thank you to our sponsors, to our partners, to our co-producers, um, Jeremiah and Vernon. Thank you to our sponsors, So Organic, So Swap. You can follow Sauce on Instagram for the latest in product news and updates at sossd.co. Meet us here next Saturday, right, Vernon? Next, next Saturday. Saturday. Next Saturday. <laughs> 
at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or um, 10 o'clock a.m. PDT time. It'll Thank be PST you. next Saturday. Okay. PST. Thank you so much. Meet us here next week. We thank you all for listening. This was an awesome show. Thanks for listening.